Hey, it's Evan Madden coming to you again from Americanic Public Radio. Today's piece comes to us from one of our reporters, Grace Metter, who did a show about the college admission scandal that rocked the country a few months back. Grace was interested in the process of coaching for admission to see if it is in fact a marred and unethical practice. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please make sure you hit the subscribe button. I'm sure you've heard of Varsity Blues now, a scandal in which celebrities, including Lori Loughlin and Felicity Huffman, bribed their kids' way into elite colleges, going so far as to create fake rowing profiles and paying an SAT and ACT test master to take the test for them. It's a story of the richest of the rich cheating the system and in turn, shaking the world of college admissions, undermining the credibility of the most elite universities. This scandal made people go from thinking it was hard to get into the top colleges to thinking that it was impossible. After hearing and rigorously investigating this scandal, I wondered what it was like behind the gates of the most elite colleges in America. What is it like to be an admissions director? How did the process of reading applications change after the scandal? What does this mean for kids who don't have the money to bribe their way into colleges? And what does the future hold for college admissions? So I decided to do a little research. After many emails and phone calls, I finally found someone who was willing to talk to me. Christina Lorena, an alumni of Columbia University as well as a former admissions director at top California schools like UC Berkeley and UC Santa Cruz. First, she told me that she was extremely fascinated by the behavior exhibited by the people involved in the college admissions scandal. Excited to hear the take of someone who works in admissions, I asked her why. I'm just fascinated by this concept of education being a privilege and not a right. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a very American um, cultural value that's very specific to the context of our country. But does she think this scandal represents a minority or a majority? Perhaps this minority. I don't think it's the majority. I think it's just, these are very specific circumstances, but in which parents really try to control the results for their kids. And I think ultimately... Um, it can be very damaging in many ways. Next, I asked her if she's ever seen a smaller version of the scandal at her work. Perhaps an extremely fabricated essay or one written by a parent. To my surprise, she responded with, of course. I asked her to elaborate. The root of my of course is that I think that this is a behavior that's been happening and will continue to happen. Um, Because I think it's part of human nature that Adolescents at some level will seek help, and depending on their circle and environment, they either those boundaries get stretched or they don't. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't want to demonize anyone by this happening. It's just you know I think unfortunately there's a percentage right that there's sometimes a red flag. I then asked her if she's ever received any bribes, even if that may be in the form of candy. She adamantly no. repeated no. Through all the scandals and bribes and fake recruitment profiles, Miss Lorena still seemed to find joy and humility in the kids that succeeded expectations even in the face of real struggle and poverty. She remembered one application she read in particular. I actually had one student, I think she took like something like four different buses oh. to go to this um, elite high school in L.A., 
she had something like an hour and a half trip each way. Did a full scholarship. I mean, she's basically pulling like 14-hour days. I just think that kind of grit and determination is very humbling. All this being said, it's hard to forget about the applications that aren't like this one. It seems to me that the fabricated and untruthful applications are hindering those by people Miss Lorena just described. I can't help but wonder if this hardworking girl spot was taken away by someone who cheated the system and someone who got advantages this girl never could have gotten. Next, I interviewed a private college counselor. His name is David Sweeney. Being a counselor in New York City, he had a fascinating take on a few things. He started off by saying, I am an independent educational consultant, whether it's you know help, help with writing the college essays or help with um, you know, finding the right list of colleges to apply to. Um, you know, it can be a, it can be a daunting uh, list of tasks. They are seeking an edge. An edge. When I first heard him say this, I wondered if it was really fair. I would never judge anyone for getting a college counselor or finding a way to get an edge because it's just the way that the system works. It allows the wealthy to maneuver the system to work in their advantage. The sad part is that most people can't afford to get that edge. To conclude, I asked Mr. Sweeney if he had one thing that he would change about his job. He responded, One thing that I would change about my job is I think it would be great if there was no need for it to exist. I mean, I think it would be great if this process was nice and simple and easy and people understood that they didn't need to seek um, prestige in order to have a happy, successful, healthy life. Clearly, there is beauty in the applications and stories that are raw and genuine. Realness and a sense of grit and determination is still present, even if it may not seem like it. Sure, there are people who bribe their way into schools, people who do illegal things, and some that are just really unethical. I believe that the college admissions process allows this to happen and makes people think that without an edge, they are falling behind. And maybe they are. So hearing these two insiders speak might have actually raised more questions than answers. All this being said, change is necessary. The college admissions scandal was a bit of a wake-up call for everyone. Like Mr. Sweeney said, it would be great if his job really didn't have to exist.